Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you shift your vibe and radiate self-love so you'll naturally become a match to everything you desire. Today, I'm talking with my very good friend and fellow coach, Chelsea Rose. Welcome, Chelsea. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. For those of you who aren't familiar with Chelsea, she is a feminine energy love and success coach for women who teaches a pleasure-based approach to help people attract everything they desire in life, love, and business, which is what this podcast is all about. And Chelsea, I recently did a poll over in the community tab on my YouTube channel, and this is the number one thing people said they wanted to learn more about how to attract anything you desire in all areas of your life. I know we're going to be talking about using your feminine energy and some law of attraction principles to help you do this. You're just a total expert on this topic. So I'm excited to dive in. What are some common mistakes or struggles that you see people facing when it comes to attracting everything they truly desire in any area of their life? Oh my gosh. Yes. There's really so many, um, you know, I have a couple picked, but I feel like we could go on and on. There might be time for, uh, more than just these two that I have planned to share. Um, but the first one is really around this concept of identity. And I know you and I have talked a lot about this together of in order to have a new experience in any area of your life, you have to assume the identity of the person who has that thing. And the pitfall that I often see is women or people in general, they think that they're doing this correctly, but this is, here's an example of like where we can kind of miss that, miss this step and accidentally keep pulling our past identity, right? Into the present, which is just going to create the same results. So an example of this is if you're trying to shift the identity of the woman who always, always gets ghosted, right? By men. And let's say it happens again, where you get ghosted. The biggest pitfall I see is that person in this example being like, see, I'm the woman who gets ghosted, right? Like letting their circumstances confirm the very identity that they're trying to shift. And so what you would want to do instead is you can, you can acknowledge that that's what's happening, but don't draw the conclusion that, oh, see, here it is again. I'm the woman who gets ghosted. (laughs) Instead, we can just be neutral and not attach all this meaning to the events that are happening, right? And that takes practice and time, but you can't be like, oh, once men stop ghosting me, then I'll believe that I'm the woman who doesn't get ghosted. It's it's not that easy, right? (laughs) Or like, I wish it was that simple, but it's literally the opposite. So am I making sense? Is this making sense to this example? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. You, I, something I always say is you have to feel the emotion first before the yeah. condition or manifestation can show up. And I have so much to say on this topic. By the way, I forgot to mention we are broadcasting live on Bullhorn. So for everyone watching live, I see some listeners 
Be sure to say hi in the chat. Let us know where you're watching from. Type in any questions. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you're listening to the replay of this. So if you want to join us live next time, I'll include a link to the Bullhorn app in the description or the episode details. I'll be broadcasting live almost every day in the month of October and beyond if this is something we all enjoy. So I just wanted to say hi to everyone listening and let us know if you can relate to this. I think it's so true. We're always kind of subconsciously looking for evidence to confirm our beliefs beliefs or what we identify with, like you said, whether we are conscious of this or not. So this is really important to become aware of because it's happening anyway, basically, right? (laughs) And so if you can start to become aware of this, and then I know we're going to get into what to do instead. But I see so many people doing this, they're sort of um, taking these in air quotes, I'm saying setbacks, you know, or as indicators that they're never going to get what they want or all their deepest fears about men are true. Like, oh, I was right to not trust men. I got hurt again. Right, Chelsea? Exactly. Exactly. And I see Tiffany um, raising her hand. I don't know if that means she relates, but I I know so many women can relate to this. And I guess, should I go in quickly into what to do instead? That would be great. Yeah. And I know you have like a second pitfall that is something I get asked about all the time. So we can go into that one next. Perfect. So what to do instead is actually really simple. So instead of making up the meaning of like, oh, see, like all men ghost me, I'm woman always gets ghosted. You would instead just create up a different meaning to what's happening or a different conclusion, right? So give a meaning to it that's actually empowering, right? That doesn't confirm like, oh, look, this is what always happens to me. So instead, for in this example, you could just be like, oh, like, what does that mean about him, right? It doesn't have to mean anything about you. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. I feel like there's so many directions we could go, but that was the first thing that came to me today as I was thinking about this is like, just make it about him, right? Like what if it had nothing to do with you and your worth and what's possible for you and what's coming for you? Like, just don't, don't make any negative conclusions about yourself. Right. That's so true. I was interviewing another expert the other day, Leah Lake, who I know you're familiar with, right? And she said something she teaches her clients is this phrase, it's not me, it's you. (laughs) Because I know, right? And yeah, so many women who are drawn to this work, they turn the blame inward on themselves. They go, oh, I must have more healing to do. I must must be doing something wrong. Right. And if I can just shift this energy within myself, especially people who've been doing, you know, self-development or inner work for years, if I can just shift the dynamic in myself enough, this guy will transform. Or, you know, if I can be feminine enough, this guy will step up when often he's just simply not the right person for you. You know, 99% of the time, I would say he's just (laughs) not the right guy. So rather than beating yourself up and turning the blame inward, I love what you said, just reframing that. He must not have been the right person for me. Therefore, I'm happy that he's gone, right? Yes. Oh, I love that. This is so good. It's so empowering, right? And yeah. that, and then you save yourself from this vicious cycle of being disempowered and constantly stuck in the old identity that you're trying so hard to shift. Like this is the, a quick way out. It, and it happens in these little micro moments, right? Like it's such a, it's such a, um, fast thing to actually shift out of or get stuck in like it doesn't it happens in a very short amount of time right like just witnessing the thoughts that you have when you're being triggered right like okay I'm triggered because this guy just ghosted me okay this is a moment where I get to witness where my thoughts are going and what conclusions I'm drawing I'm like drawing and I'm going to call my power back right now and decide in this moment what is true for me right like your life is this blank canvas you are a magnet you can create whatever you want 
So anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. I think that's great. Yeah. So hi, I see some people in the chat. Uh, Jill, Jennifer, Tiffany says she can relate. She says, I don't care if they ghost me anymore. It gives me the vibe as meaning he's not the right person. This is exactly <laughs> what we're talking about, right? This is why I love your work, Chelsea. You give really practical tips and mindset shifts that people can implement right now <laughs> because I know these are huge concepts and it's like great to say, oh, just love yourself and you know raise your self-esteem. But what does that mean and how do you do it. So that is a really practical tip that you can implement today, starting right now to start to do this. I think that's phenomenal. Thank you. That I'm all about that. Like the, the nitty gritty, like the practical day-to-day -day things, because that's where the transformation really happens. Yeah. I love that you're highlighting that for everybody. Yeah. Do you want to go into this second pitfall? Yeah. This is something I get asked about all the time. It's probably one of the number one questions I get when it comes to the law of attraction and feminine yeah. energy, like combining those things together. So let's mm -hmm. get into that. Yeah. So the next pitfall is I have so many women coming to me with this same question and, and, and confusion around this topic. They're afraid to feel negative emotions or they're afraid to go into any of their triggers that might be surfacing from childhood wounds, et cetera, because they think that if they were to give those emotions space to be felt, they're going to start attracting from the negative emotion, right? Like one of the this big mm -hmm. misconceptions of the law of attraction, it's kind of like an oversimplification is like everything you're feeling is creating your results. And on some level that is true, but I want to go deeper into this because I was confused for years on this, on this concept too. So the way I like to describe this is you are a magnet and all of your unhealed stuff is in your field, right? So the positive emotions that you're choosing to feel every day is in your field, but also if there's any unresolved emotional pain from your past, from past relationships, from your childhood, that's also contributing to what you're magnetizing. So I am a big believer in this concept of like, feel it in order to heal it. In my experience with my own personal healing and with working with countless clients, it's like to actually allow ourselves to acknowledge and feel that pain from the past is what allow, it's part of what allows it to heal. And so as long as it's not healed, it's a part of our magnetic force, right? Of what we're attracting. So it actually supports whatever you're trying to manifest by going into those nooks and crannies, right? And allowing those emotions to be felt, acknowledged, and then processed and released. And then it's like, it's cleared from your energy, right? And you're no longer gonna be attracting from past pain. But by just sweeping it under the rug and pretending like it's not there because you're afraid it's gonna mess up your manifestation game, it's actually shooting yourself in the foot. So true. I just, you know, I've never actually thought about it this way before the way you're describing it, but this is exactly how it happened for me. I didn't need 10 years of, you know, deep psychotherapy or psychoanalysis to go back and see where, how all these patterns got created. And it's just kind of an endless loop you can get stuck in forever. I mean, when I started working with my own counselor, I, I think just after our very first session, I really started to feel differently. And, you know, I attracted my husband very quickly after that. I mean, within a week or two. And of course I worked with that therapist for about three or four months and that was it. Right. I mean, it, it doesn't take a lot of like, you know, this deep analysis and going back personally. I mean, if you have the time and resources to do that and, and that's something you want to do, that's one thing. But um, for me, you know, he really encouraged me to, uh, to feel what I was feeling by our second session. I was like crying a yeah. little bit as I wasn't really even prepared for that. But once I, 
I felt it and I just allowed those memories to come up, those feelings to come up. That's it. I was done. It doesn't continue to affect me anymore. I just had to feel it and heal it like that one time or just for those, you know, that short duration of time. It was really amazing. I've never talked about that before because I've never really thought about that in that way before, but you have to feel it in order to heal it. It's similar to like, if you were, you know, holding back tears, fighting back tears all day and feeling upset and you just go, I, I don't have time to cry right now. I'm, I have too much to do. And then you finally just let yourself cry. It's right. over. It's done. Yep. You're like bored with it and you can move on. Is that a similar thing? Absolutely. And this to me is feminine embodiment. Like this is the feminine power within us. One of the, one of the versions of that, um, there's like so many powers that we have with the feminine energy. This is a big one, like being able to have the power to be with our feelings and the, the, um, inner safety to feel them. Right. And to not get, to also not get stuck in it, but to just be able to let it wash through, um, is a skill. And as you do it more and more, you can do it faster and faster. Um, like you're talking about, and this is another one of those really practical things. And so like, let's say you're getting triggered because you're dating someone and they're, I don't know, like I'm trying to think of a specific example, but there's many things we could get triggered about in our dating process. Let's say like your old patterns are coming up and you're feeling anger or you're feeling sadness. The way that you would, that you would do this, like in real time would be as soon as you can, like excuse yourself and get, get into a place where you're alone. I like to just take a few deep breaths and close my eyes and just notice where I like where the most intense part of that emotion is in my body and just bring my full awareness into that space and just take a few deep breaths and just allow whatever that emotion is to just be fully acknowledged and felt. And then I'll ask that part of myself, like, what do you need? What do you need right now? And sometimes it's like, if it's anger, I might need to like um, punch my pillow or, or go in my car and scream, right? Or like go for a run or something, right? And if it's sadness, it might be, I don't know, just let me cry right now, right? Or tell me I'm safe, right? So this is just a, it's a super high level um, responsibility for our own emotions. And it's something that I wish we were taught in school. <laughs> it's another one of those yeah. things, like, it's so practical. You could you can move through this in like five to 10 minutes at times. Um, and then you can approach the situation from this new identity that you've been trying to cultivate, right? Of like the empowered version of you. You're not going to be responding to the trigger from your wounds by processing the emotion. You're going to re re be responding by like from that empowered state of being of who you really are. Right. And that's how we break patterns and cycles. That um, is beautiful. I know I hear from a lot of people who they're like afraid to even think a negative thought because of they're so into the law of attraction, right? Like they're just like, okay, no, cancel, cancel, cancel. And they're just like, uh, they become this like tense person <laughs> where they, they're afraid to feel anything or think anything negative when it's like, no, you're a powerful creator. You can feel these things coming up in you and still attract everything you desire really quickly too. Chelsea, have you found when you do those things, like acknowledge the feeling, give yeah. that part of yourself what it needs, you just kind of move through it. Does it happen pretty quickly? Yeah. And then you can just move on. Is that yeah. how it works for you? It typically happens like in the, in the, what I am human too. So like I'll resist the exact thing I'm telling you guys to do. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. My husband and I have like a little um, disagreement or something. And I'm like, you know, my ego gets in the way and I don't want to just take a step back and just do what I'm telling you to do. But whenever I finally do that, I'll just, this is just like a little micro cause an example. Um, 
we always resolve whatever it is that like, it always brings us closer together. When I really take the time to feel what I'm feeling and take responsibility for it, I'm able to see like what was really happening. I'm no longer seeing through the lens of like my wounds, but I'm seeing, <laughs> able to just move through um, on a day-to-day -day basis, like just our daily life together improved so much when I really started to do this in our relationship, you know? So that's yeah. just one example. Um, but in my, in my business too, it's like, for most of us here in this personal development world, like we're choosing to, to create like extraordinary lives or we're trying to like fully live and fully step into our gifts and like kind of reach for the stars kind of thing as cliche as that sounds. And, and when you choose a lifestyle like that, you're also saying yes to being triggered and like having to move through all your stuff in order to realize the kind of life that you want. And so I just experienced this time and time again in my business. Like I recently um, had the opportunity to facilitate like a live event and I had so much stuff coming up, <laughs> but, mm -hmm. but I was willing to feel it. It ended up being one of the most powerful experiences of my entire life and career this far and rewarding and successful. And like all the things came from that. So do you have any examples you want to no. share? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You actually read my mind. I was saying, you know, actually what you're describing, doing, feeling your feelings, loving, embracing, accepting all the parts of yourself coming up is actually what makes you super magnetic to yeah. your man or to the right man. And I was going to ask you about how this works in business too. So I think that was, yeah, I think that's so important. I have so many examples that I can mention. I know that, you know, in my relationship, when I am coming from this outer shell, just like a little knee jerk reaction doesn't happen very often just because we just hardly, hardly have any conflict, but you know, I don't know, every, maybe yeah. once a year, <laughs> a couple times yeah. a year, I'll react to something. So I am not perfect with this a hundred percent of the time. Definitely not. I'll react yeah. to something and you can just feel it's not getting through versus when I actually feel what I'm feeling and just go, mm -hmm. Ooh, I'm actually feeling a little embarrassed or I'm feeling some shame or I'm feeling Aww. disappointed. Right. It's like yeah. the core getting to the core of what I'm feeling, you know, if your man, if he's in his empowered masculine energy, if he's the right man for you, he just comes right towards you. And he's like, Oh my gosh, like, what can I, you know, how can I help? What can I do to make you feel better? It's a totally different thing where if you're coming from this outer shell of like your ego or just fear yeah. or survival, it just pushes them away. They just can't yeah. get in. There's, there's no way they can get through to you. So mm -hmm. I've just seen that across the board. Um, we have a comment from Jill in the chat. She says, thank you for your vulnerability. I'm with a great guy and I still get triggered on occasion. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, this is, it's not like you graduate <laughs> from this and then you're done forever. You're never going to get triggered again. Right, Chelsea? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all like, as long as we're living, I feel like there's room for expansion and room for growth. Like we're always going to be growing and expanding. So there's always something else to break through, I feel like, or or grow beyond. And so, yeah, I, I, I love that. We're never graduating from it. It just gets better and better, you know, and our, we reach higher and higher heights, you know, of fulfillment so love and success. Yeah. So yeah, I love how you said that. It's never ending. Yeah. <laughs> Something I say all the time is that you will always be at a place where you want more than what you have right now. Always until the day you die, there will always be more that you want. And that is a good thing. You want to see that as a good thing. That's like where the juice of life can like flow through you and inspire action from you. You'll never be at a place where you're like, I'm done. I have everything I want. You're that there's no more expansion in that. There's no reason to still be here on this planet. In my opinion and experience, you know, because we're creating.
creative. Yeah. Like the life force energy inside of us is creating and it's desire. It's all that same. Like, I love how you said that it's the juice of life. Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean that you're dissatisfied. Like you can be so grateful for everything you have and love your life and then still be desiring more. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love that you're so true. Yeah. I have my uh, grandmother is I think, believe 92 years old in a living in a like retirement community. And last time I was visiting her, I remember her saying, you know, Oh, this, uh, this condo down the hallway opened up. I want to move into this one. It has a little more square footage and immediately, you know, other family members are like, no, you're that's too stressful. You're too old to have to move and change locations. And someone's like, you're just going to fill up that place with all your stuff and it'll be the same. It's like all these reasons why. And, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you're 92 and you still have a desire for more. You still want to expand. There's always something else. And I saw that as such a great thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but no, it totally does. Yeah. When people are cut off, like, you know, I know in my, and in, in, when you introduced me, you talked about like the pleasure based approach, like this is part of that for me, like just being turned on by your life. Like, and when that, when that goes away, there's so many problems, right? Like depression would be an a, um, extreme example of that, but just like life is not fun when you don't have access to that. And I feel like that's how we truly age. Like that's how we get quote unquote old is when that goes away mm -hmm. or we are shamed out of our desires and our pleasure and things like that. It's like, it's what keeps us youthful, you know? It's so true for me. Yeah. I, I experience major depression when I don't have it. Like boredom is not my friend. If I don't have yeah. something I'm working towards, I, I go into depression. Just I like yeah. more of a physical depression, like a low energy, like the kind of yeah. like, what am I doing with my life? Kind of feeling. 100% relate to that. Yeah. yeah, it's so interesting. And, you know, clients I've had where, you know, they just think that all I want is to be a mother and have a family and meet the right guy. They think that's all they want. And I'm like, trust me, we're going to get you all those things. And as soon as you get all those things, you're going to be calling me and going, okay, now I want this. Now I want a different job. Now I want to move into a bigger home. Now I want more money. And it's so true. We always laugh about it. I'm like, <laughs> you're always going to be at a place where you want more than what you have. And all that is to say that that's a great thing. You don't want to beat up on yourself for where you are. You want to feel great about where you are because when you make peace with where you are, that's when you can move through some of these things Chelsea's talking about and on to the next better place where you're actually available to attract what it is you desire. Um, do I have that right, Chelsea? I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if what you're saying is kind of like um, illuminating another pitfall. Um, where it's like a lot of people will want from a place of hating where they are. Like yeah. they'll, they'll be reaching for what they want, but they'll be coming from a place of deep dissatisfaction. Yes. And then they're like, again, that's like a loop people get stuck in where they're just like, Oh, it's not happening fast enough. Like, Oh, I'm so miserable. I'm so miserable. And again, it's not about like ignoring those true feelings. It's just, there's that, that quote, I don't know who who said it, but like bloom where you're planted. And when I first saw that quote, I was like, no, but like, I want more. I'm not going to bloom where I am. I'm going to like go somewhere else. And it's like, okay, wait, <laughs> bloom where you are so that you can go into another state of being like, you can't, you can't get, okay, here's an example around like money. You can't get to feeling abundant from like screaming about how, how in scarcity you are, you know, or like complaining about how little you have, like you can't jump from one frequency to another. Um, yeah. So anyways, 
that's, is that what you were saying? You. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And um, you said it beautifully. You only, you don't have access to that. You only have access in my opinion and experience to what's around you right now. If you're feeling scarcity in your love life or in your business or in any area of your life, you're not going to be able to jump to be blissful and abundant. That's just, you, you don't have access to that, but you do have access to the best feeling thought you have access to in that moment, whatever it is. Maybe I've wanted things before and I've been able to get them. Like maybe that's the best <laughs> feeling thought you have access to or things are always working out for me. I've been in situations before where I didn't quite know how I was going to move through them and somehow I did. Like maybe <laughs> that's the best feeling thought you have access to and it moves you up the scale just a little bit and now you have access to feelings and thoughts that are a little better. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Is that sort of how you're explaining this Chelsea? Yes. And I, I guess I have a question for you is, would you say that like this, this process of going into the pain and like feeling the pain to release it would potentially happen first. And then a great next step after you felt and acknowledged and kind of processed negative emotion or fear, a great next step would be like, okay, what's the best feeling thought I can access right now? I think, yeah, I think that's perfect. I've n have never thought about it this way before. So I love that we're just kind of like bringing this conversation forward. And by the way, Chelsea and I are kind of like teaching this topic together. I forgot to mention, we, uh, Chelsea is the co-creator of the Magnetic Mastery online course along with me. And so we talk so in depth for hours and hours of uh, video modules, right? It's a whole training around this. And so we love working together. Um, if you're listening to the replay of this, I'll include a link in the description description if you're interested in checking that out it's like a self-study online course right yeah but I think what you yeah. said is perfect I mean yeah actually feeling the feeling in order to move through it rather than resisting it for me when I'm resisting feelings I just stay stuck forever like I can't exactly. move forward until I feel it and I think that's the missing piece because I know a lot of people they just think that they have to be positive and upbeat and perky or they're not going to attract what they want so <laughs> this is kind of like the solution to all of that. I'm so glad to be talking about this with you today, Chelsea. Me too. Me too. And like, I just feel like a big part of my purpose is just to illuminate the feminine energy. And I know that we share that. Um, and it just, it makes me so happy to know that, I don't know, this big misunderstanding, like this big misconception is being clarified of like mm -hmm. our, you know, the feminine is able to feel the full spectrum of like life, you know, and that's what allows her. So like the the more we're able to be with pain is really equivalent to how much joy we're able to experience. Like not yeah. to say we need to be in pain all the time, but um, it's just, it's a really, I think a revolutionary way of living. And I'm just excited for everybody who's saying yes to that because life gets so much richer and deeper and um, more satisfying when we are open to all of our emotions, like we're talking about. So absolutely. I completely agree. And I think I'd be curious to hear from you on this, Chelsea, people might be afraid to dip their toe into the pain. I know I certainly experienced this myself because maybe if you're like me and you've experienced major depression for your whole life on and off, um, you don't want to go back there. You think that it's going to like swallow you up and you'll never be able to get out of it. What would you say to um, people that this could apply to men and women, right? people yeah. who are afraid to feel anything negative because they're afraid that they're just going to like never be able to get out of it or get past yes. it. I can really relate to that, um, to that fear and to feeling like I would be taken out for like a long time. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I let that come up. Um, I, I'll be honest. I still have some questions around that myself. And I know for me right now, I just, 
I, I don't experience that fear anymore. And I'm, for some reason, I'm able to just feel something and move through it faster. So I think that it's something that evolves over time. But the first thing I wanted to share, and this is something that I have um, created for myself many, many times is like having someone hold space for you. So whether that's in a self-study course, right? Like knowing that you're listening to a guided meditation, like we, we go into um, childhood wounds and stuff inside magnetic mastery, for example, our course, but um, whether it's a course or like a lot, like a coach, a one-on-one coach, or even a friend who knows how to hold space. Like, I know this is a skill that I feel like the world is, is relearning too in general, to be able to witness someone who's going through this. Um, but I think that not being alone, especially when you're just kind of dipping your toe back into this and you're afraid to fully go there, like you really don't need to do it alone. Um, especially in the beginning when you're trying to just get the hang of like doing this again and feeling again. Um, so that could be a therapist, like a counselor, like you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that that's really important, you know? Yeah. You know, I'll actually include a link in the episode description too. If you're listening to the replay of, you know, the, and everybody asked me, who did you work with? If you can always email me to ask me that uh, Helena heart coaching at gmail.com, but I'll include a link to for anyone looking for a resource, you know, because Chelsea and I are not like licensed psychologists or (laughs) clinical therapists. My background's in psychology, but I don't personally, personally offer one-on-one therapy. I'm just not trained to do that. But if you're looking for that, I'll include a link to a great resource the one I personally use, because I think that work is so important. And I really love this distinction here. It doesn't take going back into this like healing mode where you're stuck forever. That's why I love your work, Chelsea. You're all about quickly feeling what you're feeling and then attracting what you want. And that's what I'm gathering from this conversation. Do I have that right? It's true. It's true. (laughs) Like that is, that is what I'm into. And, and there's times in our lives where I feel like we do really need another person just to be there to ground us. Um, and I think we, you guys just get to be kind of listen to what you really need, you know, and that answer is inside of you of what, of what that is. You know? Yeah. So true. By the way, I forgot to mention, if you're listening live and you'd like to call in and talk to us, if you just want to say hi, or if you have a specific question, or you want to let us know where you're at with all of this, you can click the green circle with the telephone icon. If you're listening on bullhorn and I know we're cl- closing out pretty soon, but we have a few minutes. If anyone has any questions or of course, feel free to type your questions in the chat too. And yeah, Chelsea, this is great. I know that we're a little short on time today, but what are your final words of wisdom on this topic? Mm-hmm. When it comes to actually feeling what you're feeling in order to attract what you desire, we could probably do 10 episodes plus on this topic. So I'd love to bring you back on too. I just love everything you're sharing. Thank you so much. I love, I've loved this so far. I can't wait to do more. Um, yeah. So my final words, I guess, kind of a recap too, is I'm just looking at my notes because I know we went all over the place. Um, so when you have like your old story that comes up again, right. When you have um, a trigger, right. That reminds you of what you're, of the patterns you're trying to break. Just know that how you choose to respond to that is what's going to make or break your manifestation game, right. Or what's going to either slow it down or speed it up. And so calling your power back in those moments when you're like, okay, see, this is the thing that always happens to me, just not going there and instead creating a positive or an empowering, um, meaning to what just happened, whether the guy goes to you or something falls through, like, et cetera. So that was the first piece is stop bringing, stop identifying with your old stories 
and choose to identify with something else, right? Choose to identify as the woman who has it. And the second piece being, do not be afraid of feeling your negative emotions. Don't be afraid of allowing your trigger to really be felt because moving through that, acknowledging it, feeling it and processing those emotions is what's going to speed up your manifestation game as well. Yeah. So important. I think that's so important, Chelsea. I'm loving everything you're sharing. And we actually have a, I see a caller. Do we have time to take a quick question or, okay, awesome. And then I'd love to hear any final words of wisdom you have after that. This is so much fun. Oh my gosh. I could just hang out with you guys all day. So, uh, Emily, I have unmuted you. Can you hear us? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. We hear you. Great. Thanks for calling in. So, um, I've actually spoken to you guys before. You do know me. <laughs> I, um, I love that you've been going live, Helena. Today's just the first day that I happened to work with my schedule. So I was just tuning in and I was like, I just had a quick kind of like comment or thought and wanted to get like, see if this has something you guys have ever like experienced or, um, had a client experience. But I noticed that I've actually kind of been operating under this mindset that if I'm quote unquote doing feminine energy correctly, which I know you can't do feminine energy because I know it's not a doing thing, but just bear with me. Like I've been under this mindset that if I'm like doing feminine energy correctly, that every single guy will just be like magnetized to me because everyone talks about magnetism. So I've been under the mindset that like if every single guy I meet is not just like immediately magnetized to me or just like wants to date me then I'm like not doing it correctly mm, and wow. I know you talk a lot about like oh you know like you just want to meet the right guy and let the other ones fall away and I think I realized that like I I actually have some like fear around being in a relationship with the right guy it's almost like my desire to just have every single guy like me is stronger than my desire to like <laughs> meet the right guy <laughs> wow that's yeah. I think what a great question. I think so many people can relate to that, Chelsea. I'm so curious to hear your thoughts. My initial thought is you don't want this stuff to work on every single guy. I mean, that sounds terrifying to me. You walk down the street and just every guy is coming after you. You don't want it to work with the wrong men. You only want it to work with the right person for you or the type of men who would be just magnetized to who you are. But Chelsea, yeah, I'd love to hear all your thoughts on this question. I just first want to say it's such beautiful responsibility and like clarity you have of like, whoa, I think I actually want this more than the thing I say I want really bad. And I, what I'm feeling kind of intuitively drawn to have you focus on would be to ask kind of your inner child, like what, what does, what is she needing or what does she feel like she's going to get by having all the men interested in her? Like what, what's a phrase that she needs to hear potentially from you? And this, not to say you need to know this answer right away, but this is something you can go inside and kind of talk to your inner child and see what she says. But I think that there's a validation or there's an insecurity kind of driving that desire to want to have all these, all the men, you know, um, maybe. And yeah, so no, that makes I, think, sense. I think that there's um, an invitation for you to really, it's like, all, even if all the men were coming after you, it wouldn't fill whatever that void is, you know, for yeah. your inner child. And so that this is the work, right? Like identifying what is that, that need that she has and seeing how you can self-source that so that you're no longer looking for it in an unhealthy way. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. 
that is Helena, what, what are you? I mean, I am just like hanging on your every word, Chelsea. Yeah, it's perfect. Absolutely. And yeah, Emily, we'll continue to work on this with you. Um, you know, we this is something that it doesn't happen overnight, this inner child healing thing. Yeah. But I think it can happen quickly. But th- yeah, that's yeah. what it is. I think yeah. you're looking, um, you may be looking for something outside of yourself that only you can provide. No right. amount of love mm-hmm. or adoration. <laughs> you can have every man in the world mm-hmm. worship the ground you walk on, mm-hmm. and it's not going to feel or fill this void or like what your soul is seeking because it's seeking it from you, from yourself, yeah. if that makes sense. Yes, that mm-hmm. is 100% true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so, and then I was just going to say, I think maybe I just had this misconception too, just learning early on about feminine energy of like, I'm just going to be so magnetic if I'm like doing it correctly. Mm -hmm. And I, even just that mindset of trying to like do feminine energy correctly is like, (laughs) honestly not like what feminine energy is. So. That's exactly right. I'm so happy to be able to bust that myth because yeah, it's, it's more of a, that's more of an ego thing. It sounds like, you know, just like wanting to be able to have any guy you want when really you don't want that. You really truly don't want that. You want the right person or the right kind of people to be toward, you know, drawn towards you. Then you get to choose among those people, right? Rather Mm -hmm. than having some guy on a pedestal and then just applying feminine energy to try to get him to want you you feel the difference mm-hmm. there oh my god yep. can totally relate <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yeah so what a great question thank you so much i mean who yeah. cannot relate to that i'm so happy to be talking about some of these deeper concepts thank you so much emily Thanks, thank you Kelly. bye all mm-hmm. right and um i mentioned magnetic mastery is there anything else you want to say about that or any i don't even i don't know if you're sure. private clients right now chelsea but i if you are i can include a link to that in the description as well to set up a discovery call with you thank you um i i have a wait list that i'm starting for that so let's let's do that um i'll give you a link for that thank you for that um and yeah magnetic mastery it's it's like it's the basics of, it's the basics of how to attract what you want from your feminine energy, but we also go so incredibly deep. So if you are feeling called to like what we talked about today, and you're wanting to just like completely understand how to truly embody this on a daily basis, and you're wanting a more in-depth kind of like step-by-step guide to how to like move through triggers, right? And how to actually do this work on a daily basis so that you're truly walking the feminine embodied path. And from that place are able to easily attract the kind of relationship you want, not to mention whatever it is that you want to create, because truly the principles that we cover in this will allow you to have whatever you want in every other area as well. It's all the same kind of work. So I just, I can't say enough stuff enough good things about this uh course that we created together it's so in-depth and it's the fundamentals and we we go through all the common pitfalls that we see right and we kind of correct those and helena and i have gotten such incredible feedback from this course that i just it's my wish that everyone would get to go through it you know so we'd love to have you in the course if you're feeling called yeah, I know. It feels like so long ago, but it was just last year that we created it. I remember I did a, a whole, um, a whole like 90 minute plus training on healing your inner child is, you know, something that I can't like go into that deep on these episodes or in a, you know, 10 minute YouTube video. <laughs> so that was really helpful for people. Chelsea, you gave so many like practical tips 
in there as well. So I'll include a link to that for sure. If you're listening to the replay of this and Chelsea, I'd love to hear any last words of wisdom for the woman who just feels like what she wants is so far away because we've all been there and we all have things that we want to attract or bring into our lives. So yeah, anything else you want to say on this topic before we close out, that would be amazing. Yes. So for the woman who feels like it's really, really far away, I I just want to say like, I've been there. Helena's been there. We've all been there and I feel your pain. And this, this can sound cliche, but I believe it so deeply. Like the fact that you want this thing, whether it's the love, the relationship, the career, the money, the fact that you want it so deeply is all the evidence you need that that's what you're supposed to have. Like there's a reason why you're yearning for this thing. There's a reason why you want it. There's a reason that desire was placed in your heart. And I would just invite you to tap into even like if, if your faith is is the size of like, you know, a grain of sand, like, like connect to that part of yourself that believes that it's possible and just do your best to, to hang on to that faith and hang on to the faith that me and Helena have for you because you get to have exactly what you want. It is possible for you. It wants you back. And we really hope that the stuff that we've shared today can support you in just like easing those fears and being able to really believe more deeply that it's possible for you. Amazing. That was so beautiful. I can't wait to just go back and listen to that myself because I always love everything you have to say. Yeah. Thank you so much for everyone who joined us live, or if you're listening to the replay, thank you for listening. Uh, Tomorrow I will be going live again on bullhorn at five o'clock p.m eastern time two o'clock pacific we're going to be talking about how to trust and really trust yourself and tap into your intuition and surrender and release i've been getting so many questions about those topics yeah so i'm doing a whole episode tomorrow on all of that we can go deeper into those topics specifically but chelsea i would love to have you on again maybe in a few weeks i can bring you back this was so much fun thank you so much i had a great time i'm so grateful to be here i can't wait to come back thank you Yes. Thank you guys so much. Have a great rest of the day and we will talk with you all again soon. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.